running the show. A brand new podcast from Lucas A Sports with Dev and Sam. Hello everyone, this is Dev and welcome to episode number two of this brand new podcast from LucasAid Sport called Running the Show. It's a 12-part series where myself and Sam Thompson will to help a LucasAid Sport as well as a team of experts and our coach Mark Draper are being trained to become actual runners. This, however, is not just a podcast to keep you company whilst you head out on your own runs. It's also a place where you can hopefully pick up some great tips and tricks as we all go on this journey together. together. A complete running guide, I'd say, actually, Dev. So if you haven't already, go back and listen to episode number one. Sam and I got our current fitness levels determined on one of those VO2 max tests. You've seen it on telly loads of times before. It's where, you know, you're on a treadmill, you get one of those Bane masks and you have to run for what feels like forever. Sam, you turned a really interesting color after your VO2 max test, somewhere between, I'd say a sort of pale yellow and a gray. Unfortunately, mate, that, that, that colour is the, the perfect blend of realisation that you are actually going to <laughs> fail this whole thing. Running the show. So what have we got on today's episode? Well, we're in London's Victoria Park, which is it's actually a gorgeous day. We're sort of seeing the back end of Storm Dennis, if you will. Uh, so it's quite windy, a little bit chilly, but... It's not raining, crucially. I reckon pretty good running weather. It is indeed. Today is a momentous day, good sir. Today is the day that we go on our very first run together. Mate, I've been waiting for this for a very... Since I first met you, actually. Because when we first met, you never really wanted to be next to me. Now you actually, you're almost contractually obliged to be. Now there's no getting away from you. Right, (laughs) don't get too excited. Because earlier, we got a voice note from our coach, Mark. He's going to tell us the distance we're about to do. Hi, guys. It's your coach here, Mark, provided by Lucas Aid Sport. It's your first run together today, so let's kick off with a steady four miler. Today's run is aimed at building up your weekly mileage. This will help you get ready for some of the longer runs that we have planned in a few weeks' time. To make sure you're not going too fast today, I want you both to try the talk test. If you can't hold a conversation while you're running, you're going too fast. Ooh, four miles is kind of tough. Gotta be honest, mate, it could be worse. It could be worse. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what else did he say? I've also sent along a friend of mine. She's an amazing nutritionist that works with the GB 24-hour running team. Lucas Aid Sport are also going to provide us with our own nutritionist, Rini McGregor. That is absolutely banging. You know, every time I've ever trained, I've always thought to myself, I want to know what I'm eating and drinking and what I'm doing wrong. So this is actually bang. This has never happened to me before, to be fair. So the plan is, it's not just me and Sam that are going to learn stuff. You're going to pick up some great tips. But first, we've got four miles to run, Sam. Oh, God. Hey, it's all been fun and games up until now. Like, we got to wear a Bane mask, got to go on a treadmill. Like, it looked quite cool in the mirror, looking at yourself. Now it's genuinely just a cold park run. <laughs> and this, then we this actually is got actually to do it, it now. <laughs> Running the show. Oh, here we go, mate. Already tired. <laughs> oh. Now, remember, we're supposed to keep conversational pace. So, whatever speed we run at, we've still got to be able to hold a conversation. I don't understand that, because even now, the lactic acid's in my throat. I feel like I need to spit. I don't want to spit because I don't want to be rude. So how's the training go? You got any injuries? Anything right, anything yeah. bothering you? I'm going to be honest, but you're asking that question because you already know the answer. <laughs> no, I haven't trained, mate. And if I'm honest with you, it's actually getting quite... I mean, we've only got about two months now. And it's getting quite scary because these 
shin splints just aren't going, man. Right. I've been to a physio twice, deep tissue massage. I'm putting, I shaved one of my legs. <laughs> it's like, it's man, quite an interesting laughing. look, actually. You're laughing. Why didn't you shave both of them? Why did you only shave one well, leg? Because I only need to put tape on one of them. And I was like, <laughs> I want to keep the hair on the other one, but now I look a bit weird, granted. But, mate, it's actually making me miserable. So I've heard of shin splints, but I don't actually know what it is. What does it feel like? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, a week ago, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Never had it before. And ever since we decided to do this, so my body's gone, yeah, now let's shut down. It's basically like a, a really, really, really bad ache in between your shin bone and your calf muscle. And every time I'm running on it right now, I can feel the ache go all the way through my shin bone. And it is so uncomfortable. The worst is after you go for a run the next day and I can't walk up or downstairs. But it gets to the point where I actually can't, I have to sort of decide where I'm going to walk before I walk there and be like, is that too far? Right. So like, it's, it's a real problem, mate. I'm going to be honest with you. So I uh, contacted the coach, Mark, and uh, that's what he had to say. Gin spins is quite common in um, beginner runners, usually because they've done what you've done and uh, built up too quickly. Uh, there are other factors that can contribute to uh, shin splints, and that's things like overpronation, overuse, wrong footwear, things that you can do to help uh, with this, to get you back running, as obviously we want to get you back running quickly. First of all, we're going to have to decrease your running. We'll replace it with some cross training, so you will do some other cardio exercises on bikes, um, maybe get you in the pool and do some swimming. If we can get you running a little bit, um, you've got to make sure that we uh, run on soft surfaces, so either grass or trails. Definitely no running on any roads. The next thing that you can do and should be doing every day is icing the saw bit, so get any peas or frozen veg out of the, uh, out of the freezer and ice. Try and ice it for uh, 20 minutes at a time, two to three times a day. And that will help with uh, reducing some of that inflammation and soreness in your lower legs. There are a couple of stretches that you can do to help if you've got medial pain. So if you've got pain on the inside of your shin, you can just do a normal calf or Achilles stretch. Um, if you normally turn your heel out, you might be able to engage that inner part of your shin area a bit better. The other stretch you can do is stretching all of the front of your shin. So if you kneel down with your knees and ankles together, toes pointing backwards, then slowly sit back on your heels and you'll feel a stretch along the front of your shins. So yeah, that was actually mad useful, man. I mean, it's not a good time right now because this is something that I want to throw myself into completely. And I just really want to be there with you, man. So I'm going to put everything into it. Well, look, don't beat yourself up about it. You know, we'll, we obviously, we're going to do this together. Just try not, to, try not to hit it too hard. And like I said, regardless of what state we're in on the day, we're crossing the finish line together, mate, arm in arm. Well, I'll tell you what would be really helpful is to hear from any of you guys if you want to give us some tips, some advice, or you just want to share your own experience whilst getting into training or doing a bit of running, we really would like to hear from you. So you can use the hashtag running the show and at LucasAidSport and we'll be able to get your tweets and your messages. That would actually be amazing. Like I do want, I want to hear what everyone else is going through yeah. because it's such an experience, man. Like everyone will be having their own stories to tell about how they're gearing up for it. But it'd be weird if we had a hug. <laughs> 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 
Running the Show, a brand new podcast from LucasAid Sports. Oh, mate. So, mile two. Shin is in agony. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing really well, though. Thanks, brother. Mate, would you know? I suppose it, like there's so much of it. It's on like mentality, isn't it? And yeah. Mindset. Like what? What's your main drive for getting through this and doing it to the best of your ability? So I think the first time I did a marathon, I think I got through it. I didn't enjoy it. I don't sort of feel like I was a better person for it afterwards. I just I got through it. Whereas this time, I want to feel like I'm fully prepared. I want to do a better time. Um, but you also have to. Also, a lot of it is, as you said, in your head. A lot of it is mental. So the days I've been getting up and I haven't been feeling like running or doing any kind of training and it's cold outside or raining, I find the best thing to do is get up, force yourself out the door as soon as possible. Whether you do 20 minutes or an hour, to me, getting it done the first part of the day, because what I won't do is come home after work or you know a long day and then go, oh, let me go run around yeah. the park for a bit. Yeah. So to me, it's all about getting up early and getting it done before you have to get your day started. This is going to be one of those things I want to do where I don't blag it and I don't lie. Most of my job, I can get by. You know, if, if I've got to talk about a new artist or a new band, I can read some notes on them 30 seconds before I go on the radio and sound like I know what I'm talking about. This I'm not going to be able to cut corners with and I kind of don't want to. Even a running is new to you. You're pretty active. You go to gym, you look after yourself, right? Mate, massively. I mean, cardio was never a big thing to me. And since we started, and I've gone on a few runs myself on my own, the thrill that I get, and I know it sounds weird saying thrill, but the feeling that I get once I've completed it is completely different to any sort of weight training that I've ever done. And for, for my anxiety, which I get quite a lot of, and, and just all the stuff that comes with it, it's absolutely brilliant. It makes you feel like I've completed something amazing during that day. Yeah. And it makes you feel way better about myself. And it makes you feel like I can accomplish a lot more. If I've done like a six mile run or something like that, and I come home and I'm like, oh God, I did that. Yeah. Like, I think I've got quite a big thing about self-confidence. And when I do things that kind of push, my, push me out of my comfort zone, it makes you feel brilliant, man. Yeah, I'm totally the same. I used to work out because I wanted to look better, but really quickly I, I realised, oh, I... <laughs> it would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm destined to be as skinny as a rake. But, um, but I realised, like, really quickly, I, I felt a lot better. And being... By being active, by being outside, even if it was, that's the only thing I'd done that day, just, you know, exercise for a little bit, I find it definitely helped. From Lucas Aid Sport, running the show with Dev and Sam. All right, Sam, final mile. This is Come it on! I am flipping starving. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Well, mate, do you know what, actually? So am I, but we've also got Rini coming in to talk to us, haven't we, the nutritionist. Lucas Ada set up. Now, I, what I don't want to hear is the amount of foods that I can't eat. Because <laughs> that's going to, do you know what, that's going to bum me out. Like, if she's, it's like, yeah, you're not going to get through this with a good time if you're smashing back like all these kind of foods that I love. Like imagine she's literally like rice and beans oh, every man. day. What's your diet like at the moment? What mate, the thing is I've always been a really skinny guy. Right. So, and I, and obviously like a lot of my gym routine is kind of bulking up and getting bigger, which is kind of against my natural body composition. So 
In answer to your question, kind of anything, mate. Yeah. I can really eat anything. And the more I eat, the, the better I get. So this is the first time, I suppose, when it comes to like performance, I'm actually gonna have to sort of like tone down what I eat or at least eat the same amount but the right food. Right. What, okay, if you couldn't go without any food, what would it be? Oh man, that's a tough one. Because I have like zero consistency with what I eat. So one day it's kale, avocados and poached eggs. Well, that's amazing. And, no, well, yeah, I thought but you then, were gonna give me like a hamburger. No, but like the next day, wrong. the next day it will be like, you know, wings, chicken burger and, so day to day, it's just, it's all over the place. But um, man, if I had to cut out, if I had to cut out like my little comfort food, you know, the burgers, the chips on a Friday night, that I'd be a bit upset about. Hey, the fact you're even talking kale though, I mean, yeah. that's, that's better than I thought you were gonna have. I'm gonna be honest, mate. I thought you were, I thought you were kind of an all or nothing. Yeah, but I mean, I, guess... mate, I, I barely have any spinach. I'm not joking. <laughs> I don't eat like really veg. And wow. that, not because I don't want to, but just because like, I'm, I'm quite a fast-paced eater, so, like, I get a lot of deliveries and, you know, it's just kind of, like, in the mouth, go and do what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I don't really have time to cook, so that kind of, I, I think I might have to sort of, like, reevaluate that as well. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd say a little meal prep couldn't go amiss. I'm getting better, since, certainly since we started training, but, mate, when the wheels come off, they come off. Okay, a few more. Few more steps, and we have oh, come on. done four oh, miles. That's it. That. That's it. Oh my god! Four miles done. Oh my god! Give me that Lucas Aid spot. Well done, mate. You enjoy that. Now, do you know what I never do enough, and we're going to have to do now? We have to stretch. <laughs> and we've got a voicemail from Mark Draper about the stretch we've got to do after this. Okay, guys. Mark here again. Great work on that run. So today, as we've not run hard and we've just run easy, the jogging part is not essential. We're gonna move straight on to the stretching. Sam, these are really good for you because they can help with your shin pain. The first thing we need to do is find a step. So it could be a curb, it could be your stairs at home. Um, it helps if you've got something to help you balance with, like a, a gate or a handrail or something. Once we've found your step, we need you to stand on the step on your toes with your heels in the air. Then, with your feet shoulder width apart, shift your weight over to one side of your body and let that heel drop, and then you should feel a stretch in your calf. Now that we've done the straight leg stretch, I want you to do the same thing, but with a bent knee. This is gonna isolate the lower part of the calf called the soleus and the Achilles. Stand with your toes on the edge of the step, bend the knee, and then shift your weight over to increase the stretch. Hold that stretch for 15 seconds, and then change to the other side. Try to stretch each side two to three times. Right, Sam, I don't know if you've noticed where we are, but we're on an actual running track. I've been running on it with you <laughs> for four miles. So, I've got a new challenge for today. Oh, God. It's a 100 metre sprint. The loser has to do the squat challenge. That means you have to go oh, down in a squat, squat position for as long as the other person says so. I, I, have you seen these chicken legs? This man does not squat. <laughs> the winner gets to enjoy a lovely sticky cinnamon bun. It's not quite sort of like messy <laughs> someone in your face. I feel like I've got the raw end of this deal because as much as I want a cinnamon bun, I feel like I might actually win this one. All so. right, let's talk more sprinting. All right, you ready? Ah. Three, two, one, go!
I think Sam got that one. No, because that was I close. I think Sam got that one. That was way closer than I thought it'd be. <laughs> oh, I feel good. Oh, I forgot to breathe during that. Oh, I feel good. Yes, boys. All right. As much as that was fun, we better go and meet Rena McGregor. She's our new nutritionist. Let's and go say hello. Tell us that I won. And tell, tell her that, that you won. won, yes. <laughs> I'm going to go in straight and be like, Rena, look, there's something you need to know. I'm faster than dead. <laughs> now, if that changes anything, that's fine, but you had to know. Running the show. Reedy McGregor, thank you very much for coming down and giving us a bit of advice. Um, can you explain a little bit about what you do, please? Yeah, I'm a sports nutritionist, so I work with a, a whole different load of athletes, from runners, triathletes, swimmers, um, making sure that they're getting the right nutrition for their performance and their recovery. What kind of food should we be eating before our runs? Then? Ideally, you want to be really focusing on carbs, like so trying to get your complex carbs in, so things like pasta, rice, potatoes, bread... Um, oats, that kind of thing, depending on what time you're doing your runs. But you also do need some protein, but mainly focus on the carb. Wait, so if, if I'm, let's say, running in the morning, do I eat before I run? Because I sometimes get indigestion. I mean, this yeah, is just a sad question. That happens to me all the time. I yeah. get it when I run, I get acid down my throat. So should I not eat in the morning if I'm going for a run in the morning? Ideally, you should eat. Yeah. It depends on, generally speaking, what type of run you're doing. Generally speaking, I don't advise not to eat breakfast, especially when you're new to running, because yeah. you need the energy. So it doesn't have to be a big breakfast, though. You could just have a banana. One of the things I struggle with is what to eat after a run. Sometimes I can feel exhausted, not much energy for the rest of the day. So what kind of food can we be eating to refuel after a long run? So one thing to remember is, especially when you've worked hard in your run, you might not feel like eating straight away because your body has directed blood flow to your muscles away from your stomach. So you might actually find that you don't feel hungry immediately, but you really want to try and get that recovery in within that 20 minutes, especially if you're starting to say you're feeling a bit unwell. So what I tend to recommend is trying to get something like um, a recovery drink in as quickly as possible. There's a lot of terminology, even since we started training and started doing this, a lot of terminology that I'll nod and go, yes, yes, I understand, but I actually don't. So could you explain, for example, carb loading to me? That's one of the things I've said to people, yes, I understand, but I don't, it's just words. Well, it's just giving yourself carbs, isn't it, really? You just eat loads of carbs. Kind of. No, nope. okay. I was trying to, sound, <laughs> trying to sound like I knew what I was talking about then. So I think like there's a big misconception that you need to be eating massive plates of pasta the night before a run, or especially between like a marathon for carb loading. But actually what the science tells us is that if you eat little and often, especially carbs, in the few days leading into your race or into your long run even, you're more likely to get better um, carb storage. So what that means is you're getting... Carb carbohydrates stored in your muscles ready for your long run ready for your marathon but I tend to recommend so if the race is on Sunday or your long runs on Sunday I tend to re recommend thinking about it Thursday Friday so right. just eating little and often rather than eat, eating kind of um, what you'd normally what would you normally have a breakfast Okay, oh, pepperoni omelette. No, yeah, yeah I, I chop pepperami up. Pepperoni yeah, omelette. Yeah, delicious, honestly. That does chop sound up, pretty banging. Chop up some pepperonis yeah. into little slices, chuck them into an omelette, like and it is actually because it adds a little bit of salt. Honestly, and you'll fats love it. And texture. As well, right? Fat, but there's mm. no carbs in that. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, okay, no carbs in that. Me, me's usually like a black coffee and a banana. Okay. Maybe That's some hate shocking. mail as well. <laughs> 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 so I start my mornings. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, hate mail. Good. Oh, All right. Um, <laughs> what, really, really, what about what about rest days? Okay, so is it's does important. does my diet have to change on a rest day to let's say a running day? So some people would make you think that it does, but generally speaking, rest days tend to be between two running days. So I always see it as a day to recover and then a day to kind of refuel again, ready for your next run. And often it depends on your training plan, but a rest day probably comes between two harder days, generally speaking. So again, you really want to make sure you have recovered properly. So I wouldn't change things up. I would definitely keep eating the carbs and the protein and actually maybe be kind of go to go to appetite, like go on based on how how hungry you're feeling as well. We've only ever had rest days so far. That's it, we're minor celebrities. <laughs> Every day is a rest day. <laughs> Z-listers. <laughs> really, if you could give us one big tip to leave us in terms of running and diet, what would that be? Remember, you're speaking to idiots. Don't follow trends and make sure that you're having plenty of carbs around your training. So before... During, you need to practice with your like with the long runs. Please, please, please practice during. Otherwise, you'll have a horrible day on marathon day. In what way? In what sense? Well, if you don't practice your fueling, yeah, then it, you don't know how your body's going to react. So if you decide on marathon day, you know, today I'm going to just try a gel because that's what everybody else is doing, and yeah. you've never done that before. And then you're just poing, yeah, just needed, all the way I through. I needed a wee six times in ten minutes the what? first time I did it. Yeah, what? Because you're just. You're sort of over-fueling, aren't you? Your body's not used to it. And also the adrenaline. I, I, I hear that a lot of long-distant runners just quite need a poo quite a lot. Is that true? Or <laughs> is that, uh, yes. Why is that? Well, it depends. Again, a lot of them don't practice with fueling ah, at the okay. right time. Sometimes they overload their diet. So again, going back to that carb-loading question, if you put too much in the night before... Mm. that can really overload your system which is why it's that little and often is much better and then when you're running your metabolic rate is just going so everything's just flushing through you so I've been going wrong it's a little and often not often and often yeah we've been provided today with some LucasAid sport gels can you tell me exactly how they work I mean I've I've, I've tried them before, but I don't know what it's doing to my body. I've never tried one. So they're a very similar process to the energy drinks. That they're basically providing your body with energy. But some people prefer the gel because it's easier to carry. Um, and also it's fairly instant. So what they do is those ones in particular give you 30 grams of carbs and they give it to you in the combination of glucose and fructose. So our body can absorb a certain amount of carbohydrate per hour. Um, and total is 90 grams, of which it can take on 60 grams as glucose and 30 grams as fructose. So you want that mix, because if you take on too much of one or the other, you just won't absorb it, and then you start having problems with stomach issues, nausea, etc. So they're, they're a good mix. You basically want to be taking one within the first 45 minutes of your marathon, and then basically trying to take one probably every, every 45 minutes from then on in to keep your carb stores topped up. But practice. One quick tip about gels: don't down them. Right. Like, <laughs> okay. So it's like little and often. Not a shot. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Definitely not a shot. Rini, it's been nothing but an absolute pleasure, if I'm honest. Thank you Thanks, so Rini. much for all that advice. It was amazing to chat. Now, the more important thing here is: can I please have my cinnamon bun? Because Dev has to do oh, the squat challenge. Can I smell it? Can I smell no, the you cinnamon can't bun? Smell it. Give it to me. There we it go. Looks so Thank juicy. Running the show. Right, so as the winner of the most prestigious race in the history, what are you doing? What are you laughing at? The most prestigious race in the history of Sam and Dev's friendship, I would like to introduce you guys to the squat challenge. Now, Dev, you have three minutes. Three! Three minutes. And if you don't complete this, well, then you just got to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself what kind of guy you want to be. But 
three minute squat challenge. I'll time you starting from three, two, three, two, what you, My, I'm start. <laughs> By the way, just gonna let you know, this cinnamon bun is, do you know when it's like nice and sweaty? It looks delicious. It's like moist. It's still got a bit of sweat on it. You want it to be sweat. Oh, you don't, no, you can't have a bit of that. Give me, give me a little nibble. Oh, winner. You know when I used to like train, when I used to play basketball when I was a kid, this was like the punishment a lot of times. Was it? I used to live in this position. Really? Yeah. This is almost more comfortable than standing to me. I should have let you know that beforehand. Yeah, well, you actually haven't got your legs at a perfect right angle either, so he's kind I'll go, of cheating. I'll go right so angle, mate. I'll go right angle. Go you, right, right. you want to see a right angle, mate? I'll give you right I angle. I want to see some angles. Mm. Get off the wall. Oh, don't pretend you're in pain No, now. I am now. You're not I even, am. My your thighs are burning. Your legs aren't even shaking. My thighs are burning. I'm, I'm trying to deliberately not make my thighs shake because I don't want to show weakness. Yeah. I'm now going around the outside of the cinnamon bun to take around the really nice crispy bits and then finish with the gooey centre. Oh, it's so layered. It's so layered. Oh, it's so layered. There's even raisins in it. Oh, they're locking up, Sam. <laughs> okay. He's still got another minute and a half. He's on two minutes. No, I'm not. That's three and a half minutes. <laughs> All right, he's on three and a half minutes. Fair play. Round of applause again. Oh. Well done, mate. Oh. Well done. Oh, ow. How finished that cinnamon bun? Delicious. Okay. There he is. Oh, yeah. Well I just fed you and it felt mm. great. It felt real. It felt like... You know when you feed your mate and it's like, oh, I don't know if we're there yet. But when I put that in your mouth, I thought to myself, I feel like I'm there. That oh, feels we're there. natural, feels normal. We're there, don't you worry, mate. Should we hug it out? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Running the show. A brand new podcast from Lucas A Sport with Dev and Sam. My tip for first-time runners would be listen to your body. Training plans aren't set in stone. You're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. You might even miss some training through injury or illness, but my advice would be don't panic. Embrace the process, be flexible, and you'll be good to go on race day. Thank you so much for listening to Running the Show from LucasAid Sport. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review if you're enjoying it. And you can find us on all podcast providers. Please share your training journeys with us. We want to know how you're getting on, no matter how experienced you are. You could be a total newbie like me or a long-time runner. Please tell us your tips and tricks at LucasAid Sport using the hashtag Running the Show. And don't forget to tune in next week when we'll be meeting a very special mystery coach LucasAid Sport have provided for us. I wonder who it could be. If it's Chris Agabusi, I'm gonna lose my mind. We'll see you guys Could next be like time. Mo Farrow or someone, <laughs> you know, Chris Agabusi. Where's that come from? Oh, why? <laughs> if you would like to see a proper thorough marathon training guide, head over to the LucasAid Sport website to have a look.